This is Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier podcast, First Take. Here's my story. Omicron is here. 174 CUSD students test positive. The last time we checked in with Claremont Unified School District on its COVID numbers, on December 21st, just prior to its winter break, the Omicron variant was still an unknown. My, how this exasperating virus can change things in a hurry. According to data collected by the New York Times, Los Angeles County reported an astonishing 141,742 new COVID cases on Tuesday, January 4, most driven by the new variant. A month earlier, that number was 2,290. The week prior to New Year's Eve saw testing sites and hospitals overrun a grim reminder of the deadly surge that occurred last winter, which peaked with 300,777 new cases reported nationwide on January 8, 2021. That number was obliterated on Monday, January 3, 2022, when a grotesque 1,018,935 cases were reported. Against this backdrop, Claremont Unified School District held a massive testing event Sunday, January 2nd, and a smaller one Monday, January 3rd, both at El Roble Intermediate School. All told, there were more than 1,600 tests administered to students and their families. Of those, more than 250 came back positive, about a 13% positivity rate. Of those positives, 174 were CUSD students. District staff spent Wednesday contacting those who tested positive and beginning contact tracing. LA Unified School District, the nation's second largest, announced this week it will begin requiring its students to provide a negative test and to agree to weekly testing before coming back for its spring semester, which begins Tuesday, January 11. Claremont Unified School District Assistant Superintendent Human Resources, Kevin Ward, said it's too soon to predict whether CUSD might go down that road. I think we're still, you know, we're still really looking at what this, you know, surge is doing in terms of our attendance and to see, you know, if there, if, if mandatory testing is a good next step, you know, coming back from break in, this, in these couple of days, we haven't had that discussion yet. We don't currently have any plans in place or, you know, planning to, to take, you know, a point in time and test all our students. The Los Angeles County Health Department recommends PCR tests for those who are symptomatic. But people can continue to test positive with the PCR test, even when they're no longer feeling sick or are contagious. This can happen five to ten days after the onset of symptoms. The district received about 6,800 rapid at-home COVID tests from the county this week. These tests are good at indicating when contagious levels of virus drop off to the point of allowing kids to return to school, Ward said, as the more thorough PCR tests can continue to detect levels of virus and therefore produce a positive result long after folks are no longer contagious. So that's going to be our plan, is that we're going to encourage families to utilize our testing, which, you know, after school testing, which we have four days a week, which is working very, very well and very easy for families to get into, that needs to be their first round of testing. Then if their student is positive and quarantined, what we're able to use is we're able to use the antigen home kits to do modified quarantine so the students can return to school as soon as possible. Once a CUSD family has a student that has been exposed or has tested positive for COVID, 
they can request a rapid home test from their school office. The district has many scenarios for what happens next, depending on whether or not a student has been fully vaccinated or is willing to be tested, etc. When a student tests positive or is exposed to someone who has, families receive an immediate email from the district's health services office with all the specifics on that student's quarantine protocols, if appropriate, and timelines for testing and return to school. Each letter is different, depending on a number of factors, Ward said. Some vaccinated students who were exposed but show no symptoms can remain in school. In an email to the courier, Ward said, quote, those protocols are implemented case by case as determined by our nurses and based on a number of factors. Quarantine decisions can change from guidance issued from the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health doctors and nurses that we are in constant contact with, unquote. CUSD Superintendent Jeff Wilson said Omicron's sudden virulence over the holiday break took even county health officials by surprise. Honestly, it's my opinion that the county was caught, not, not anything they did wrong, but was caught by surprise by the severity of the uptick in cases as we approach New Year's Eve. Their messaging did not get intensified till the end of the week. So even they, as they got to the end of the week, weren't ready for this. <laughs> Wilson said he was pleased with the turnout at Sunday and Monday's testing events, but some parents have questioned the timing, just one day prior to school's reopening after the two-week winter break. Essentially, the timing happened because of the lateness of that surge and the fact that the county was scrambling to get us individual tests, and we just we wanted to offer one more opportunity for folks to um, have their kids tested. Some have wondered if the Omicron surge could cause CUSD to consider closing its campuses to in-person instruction once again. We can't do that. You know, we just, we don't have a mechanism uh, unless somebody declares a, a state of emergency, I believe, to just say we're closed. There's a lot of moving pieces to that, and we're doing everything we can to help provide the safest environment possible um, while also, you know, operating under the, the strictness of the law and, you know, contracts and things like that that we have. According to Ward, the district's primary goal and passion has been to keep students in classrooms. You know, you're going to see us do everything, you know, humanly and superhumanly possible to, to make that happen. Um, so I think that, you know, the, in my head, that is the very last resort. And, you know, and we still have, you know, a long way to go before considering that. You know, we're fighting very hard to keep everybody in school and not have to go back to, you know, a remote setting. Wilson was on a conference call with Los Angeles County Department of Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer on Monday. Dr. Ferrer said this morning, while this is the worst surge we've ever seen, it is their intention to keep schools open. So right now, it's, you know, as of this morning at 8.30, it's, you know, while we're in the middle of the surge, there's no intention at this point to close schools. The Omicron surge has resulted in two new protocol changes coming down from Los Angeles County, which CUSD now has two weeks to implement. One that staff and teachers must now wear the common blue paper surgical or the more robust N95 or KN95 masks, with the more porous cloth masks no longer an option. The county recommends students do same. The second is that students and staff wear their masks correctly, with a tight fit and always covering the nose and mouth, both indoors and in crowded outdoor settings. The district had 76 staff members out of about 800 
call out sick on Monday, January 3rd. It was unclear what portion of that number, which on a typical Monday would be about 60, was due to possible COVID infection or exposure, Wilson said. That number swelled to about 84 by Wednesday. At press time, CUSD's COVID dashboard listed 461 year-to-date COVID cases for its students spread among nine of the district's 10 campuses, with San Antonio High the only site with no cases thus far. As always, check the district's COVID dashboard at www.claremont-ca.schoolloop.com forward slash COVID for the latest figures. I asked Wilson what the vibe at the district office was like this week. It's all hands on deck. We're paying very close attention. We're trying to provide timely information to the public, and we're keeping in very close contact with the with the public agencies at the county level. Sometimes everybody's working very, very hard. All of the pressures trickle down and trickle up as well, and, and we have to be mutually supportive of one another. So there is an impact, uh, but we're holding up pretty well, I'd say, Mick. Thanks for asking. This has been Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast, First Take. Thanks for listening.